Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Depressed Bandwagon. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? Dude, I am sick and tired of watching the Flyers come out like dead fish. Yeah. First period was garbage. Second period, they actually woke up. They did get shots on net, but it just seemed like they were outperformed in every single aspect of the game. I, I, I don't... How do you get shut out in game one? The Islanders had us, and it was just... Dude, this is pathetic. Dude, they have our number. I mean, we got we got swept in the season series, and now we get shut out in game one. I don't know. They, they know something that... That we don't, apparently. It just seemed like every single goal that they scored, other than the Andy Green goal, was with a wide-open net. Yep. On the other side of Carter Hart. Yep. It was just pathetic. I I don't know. It's just... It it devastates you. (laughs) Yeah. And and this was supposed to be a day of celebration for us. Mm. Rep Brown got fired. Yeah. He did. The front office admits, oh, uh, you know, we got to change some things. Yeah, well, you think? You think? Now, my happiness has gone into pure rage, and I'm trying not to yell into a microphone. I want to so badly. I want to, but I'm not going to. So badly. I'm not going to. I, I've yelled into this microphone too many times. It's so frustrating because... This team is so much better than what they what they just what we just saw. They're so much better. The the thing that pissed me off was there were so many opportunities where the Flyers had that breakaway by Hayes, yep. uh, that deflection by Couturier. Yep. Those should have been goals. Yeah, I mean we're we're missing easy opportunities. I mean that's that's. But a, we saw that in the Montreal series yeah, too. I mean, listen, it, it it for me at least, it seemed like they came out and still thought they were playing Montreal. I mean, that's how they came out. Well, again, too, if you, th- I thought they would have learned something from playing the Canadians. Like, oh, you know, the Islanders might come out and just play aggressively yeah. like they have all year long. Nothing no, changed. No, nothing, nothing changed. changed. Ab- absolutely mm. nothing. Like, uh, in, uh, something changed, obviously, in the second period. But then yeah, the third but then period. The third period, they went back to period one. Like, wh- what happened? I, I really. I, just don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. And every, like, every, like, yeah, we got shot on goals, but, like, stupid things would happen. Like, they, it would go off our, our teammates, or it would go off the post, or it would go off a defense. Like, nothing was going our way. Absolutely nothing. And, and it's, it's frustrating, because we, we were getting shots. And it, the only the only time we were getting shots was in the second period, honestly. No, I mean, we, I mean, we got a few in the third, but we got, we got almost none in the first. And we outshot them by a large margin in the in second. The second, yeah, we ca- I'll give them that. But we came out and were aggressive. <laughs> but we, we, I mean, we're watching the highlights. Nothing, nothing was going our way. Absolutely nothing, and, and it's it's frustrating. I mean, even I, easy shots. I think easy we, shots. But we even had more shots on goal. But personally, I think that stat is overrated because it, it's you can't really tell what a quality shot on goal is. Um, I, I think it does matter, matter because the more shots on goal, the more lucky you're going to score. Yeah, it, it, you got to shoot. So I mean, it, yeah, and you have. No, you have that's to another shoot. thing. There was too many people Stupid trying to be pissed. pretty out yes, there. They're trying too, to be pretty. You you have to shoot the puck. You have to stop. Enough with the stupid little lollygag passes. Shoot the puck. And Hayes was trying to be too cute on that breakaway. Yeah, I mean, uh, Farabee had an opportunity to shoot. 
He had he had the shelf this, open. The, the, the Islanders, even the Canadians, the Canadians and the Islanders, they know that the Flyers like to center it and pass the puck. They're going to take that away from you. So you can't just continue to do it. You have to shoot it. And and almost every time, you know, the, there was a puck. There was a puck. There's either, there's always one flyer and three Islanders around them. Let's get into it later. I I can't right now. The Phillies, they just they pissed me off they too. Suck. They <laughs> suck too. They took two against the Braves. Eh, they suck. I mean, the last time I checked, they were beating the Braves right now. Oh, well, that can go in a way in a hurry. Trust uh, me. But uh, well, <laughs> and the, the Eagles. Uh, it, it's training camp, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just thought something might come up. Oh, Nigel Bradham got cut from the Saints after saying all that trash. Good. Good for him. Fucking idiot. Hope he enjoys the bench. Oh, the couch. Yeah. A lot of popcorn. Couch. A lot of popcorn on the couch. Yeah. Uh, we do have to mention that support for the Bandwagon Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Okay. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You have to run to a pharmacy and get yourself a straight razor. You got a nice date coming up, something like that, you know. Uh, Back in college, it was just the cheapest way, but I always ended up being so scared putting that razor to my nuts. And I always ended up uh, cutting my nut. And my right nut, specifically. Mm. It always hurt. And I hated it. It's unfortunate. Uh, it's really painful. I, I don't recommend it. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. And when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower as well. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show that mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by a USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PHL at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, that's get 20% off and free shipping with code PHL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PHL. Do it. Cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. All right, there's no huddle this week. But still, go birds. Go birds. What well, we're gonna shift the lines first? I don't want to. We have to. We we suck. No, we don't. Yeah, we suck. Shut up. We don't suck. We suck. No, we went out and played like a dumpster fire. Yeah. I. I Embarrassing. Just... All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> 
it just seemed like they the puck handling has been hard. Uh, it's among the worst I've ever seen. Absolutely atrocious. It just seems like we whiffed on so many passes. It's just turnover after turnover after tu- it just, it, it, the puck. Yeah, the puck handling is horrible right now. now. We were whiffing on dumps too. Like when we're trying to dump it into the other side, we were whiffing on right. that. Like it, it's just like you you can't give a team like this as as many opportunities as as they as you did. You can't do it. And you know. Varlamov was a brick wall. But we saw the same thing with Carey Price. And I'm not even going to try. <sighs> what is it with our opportunities? Are they truly trying to be too like cute out there? Yes. I really think that's what it is. I, Giroux is still scared to shoot. Yep. Um, Farabee pissed me off. With that, it was halfway across the ice. It was obviously going to be deflected by an Islander, but like I, I know you got to put it close to the net, and hopefully it deflects off of someone and in. But he, if he didn't have an open shot, I wouldn't have been mad. Right. But he had the shelf wide open. The top left shelf was wide open for business. Yep. And he didn't even take the shot. And also, if he took that shot and there was another flyer on the other side, the rebound opportunity was right there. So I don't see why he wouldn't take that. It, like the shot's understandable. Because you would think there's another flyer there, but there wasn't on there, the other. There, on the other side, there was. There was one. Now, th- th- dude, that's what, and that's what I mean. There's the flyers are in horrible positioning. Horrible. There's always three Islanders and one flyer. That's it. That, that, I mean, that's that's what you see. That's why they're getting all these turnovers and all these opportunities. The, the Islanders are a fast fast paced team. They play very aggressive. They're relentless, and we saw. N- it, if there was preparation, the only time it showed was in the second. Yeah. Yep. The first and the third just looked like everything fell apart. Yep. And every single time, the puck got even remotely close to the front of the in front of the Flyers' net. There was a not a Canadian, excuse me, an Islander there. Yep. Ready to dunk it in. Yep. Every time a mistake was made, the Islanders made the most of it. Every single time. We couldn't make the most of anything. And you know what? Going back to, yeah, we had a lot of shots on net tonight. Okay, fine. But we didn't pull through on any of them. Yeah. That's what matters. We didn't pull through on any of them. Oh, well, the the luck's not always going to be that way. In the playoffs, you can't really rely on that. You just have to dunk at home. You have to be aggressive. You you have to be. And, and, you, you know, especially coming out in the first period. And the Flyers didn't do that. They they just let them continue to be in their zone, and they didn't do anything to stop them. I mean, you have to come out aggressive in the playoffs. You have to. But, like, the crazy part is, we saw that end of the Canadian series. Yeah. The Flyers came out and played hockey. Mm. After game two, it seemed like, all right, they got it. They're good. Yeah. Um, a couple iffy moments, but it wasn't like... I mean, listen, every single game we have won in the playoffs, it's been by, it's been by what, one or two goals. That's it. So, But when we lose, it's 5-0, right, 4-0. Nothing, four, four, nothing. Four, five, four or five goals. That's the problem. You have to come out and be aggressive. You have to. And, I mean, it, it's playoff hockey. You only get so many chances, and, you know, this is one of your chances, and you didn't do anything with it. You didn't score a goal. 
That's, I mean, that's embarrassing. Aggressiveness, it really is. aggressiveness is part of playoff hockey, and it didn't seem like there was any until None. the second. Absolutely not. none. And it, that's not Flyers hockey. Flyers no. hockey is aggressive. It goes out there and it takes over the game. And like you said earlier, and they were trying to keep, they kept trying to center the puck, but there were so many Islanders no, there. You can't it's, do that. Guess guess what happened the last last series? Yep. Too many Canadians right in the center. We couldn't center the puck. Dude, they, they know what they're doing. Right. They're taking they're out scouting your, you as a team. They know you like to center, and they're taking that away. You have to make adjustments. You can't just continue to do the same thing and expect a different result. They're going to take it away. You have to make adjustments in order for you to score. Now see. After the second period, the Islanders adjusted to the Flyers' play. Yes. The Flyers should have came out with an aggressive game plan, but changed it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just go with what's working. If you're dominating the first and the second, okay, just go with it. And then change it up. You have a timeout for that reason. Mm. But, jeez. I mean, it was just a, it was a very, very sloppy game by the Flyers. I mean, you're not going to win those games. I mean, with making dumb decisions like that. And just making stupid turnovers. I mean, the, the whiffing on the puck, when, you know, when there's a flyer there. I mean, you can't... And making stupid turnovers and, and just not being in the right position. I, I mean, these are... Whiffs. Right. The whiffs. These are easy... Like, these are... These are things you have to do in order to win a series. And they're not doing it right now. I'm too angry to really call out a single player. But I know over the week... There's going to be a lot of highlights of things that went wrong with I'm this sure, player yeah. and this player and this player. I will call out someone, Travis Konechny. I mean, Travis Konechny hasn't done anything. I mean, he 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 needs to do something. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't he doesn't have a point the whole the whole playoffs. Am I wrong about that? I don't think you're wrong. I mean, he's not doing anything. He's just he's a liability out there. And I, Kev, and and you know, I love Kevin and listen, I love Travis Konechny. I love Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes has to stop being too cute with the puck. I, I mean, it just to shoot. The How puck. many breakaways has Kevin Hayes had? The <laughs> this, one, the one should have been a penalty shot. In my, in my yes, opinion, it should have. That I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame him on that one. I but mean, the, the one tonight, the one tonight. What you, you're all alone. Those scenarios, you have to score. I mean, you're by yourself. There's no one even behind you, and you're trying to make three or four or five moves in a in a one foot span. You can't do that. You, you have to shoot it, and you have to make it. You know, a high percentage shot. You can't just flip it around and then you know it goes off. It goes off your stick, and that's it. I mean, get a shot off at least. It's just like, man, I don't know. This is. So I mean, I don't even want to blame Carter Hart. I mean, Carter. The first goal, I guess, was his fault. It kind of went under his arm a little bit. But he, I mean, the other ones. I mean, it just. I mean, it was because of either sloppy turnovers or you know they got the rebound and right went right to him, and there's nothing he can do. TK has three points. When did he get them, though? Yeah, see, I, I probably can't tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I think he got them in the no, he got, round he got, robin. No, he got one against the Canadians, I know that. But I, I don't know. I mean, he needs, he needs to do more. I mean, he does. I mean, that, that's it. I mean, even, I mean, Katuria needs to do more. Giroux needs to shoot the freaking puck. I don't know what happened to him. He's scared to shoot all of a sudden. He thinks he has to pass every single time. Vorchek's been great. I mean, he was great last series. I don't know what he did tonight, but, I mean, he didn't do anything tonight. Obviously, we lost 4 nothing, but I, I don't know. I mean, our top guys need to really step up and, you know. The, the top if, line. If I'm Elaine Vigneault, I'm furious. I am. I mean, there were so many things that went wrong. The top line hasn't performed all playoffs. No, and yeah. Jake Voracek's been playing well. 
Um, it, it seems like Couturier is making opportunities happen, and then not not nothing's happening. Yeah, no, no, he's not finishing them. Yeah, you're right. He, he's getting wide open shots, and he's not putting them into the net. I've yep. seen that at least twice. At least twice. It could have been three times. He's someone who tries to shoot. He, he he's someone who tries to pass a lot as well. I will say that he tries to do too much. No, when when he's coming up, and all he has to do is kind of push it into the net. It seems like he's forcing it to the wide side of the net every single time. Yeah. And I know, like, I'm not a professional NHL player. I I cannot do that. I don't have the talent. I know that. But man, it's just ridiculous that they couldn't score a single goal in yeah. game one. Game one. Mm-hmm. And like having Carter Hart get lit up like that, that's demoralizing. Yeah, it is. And a lot of the goals weren't his fault. I mean, honestly, like I said, the first one, I guess it was. The puck was out in front of the net with no flyer there. No one to help. There's nothing he can do. He's not getting any help defensively. And they're making stupid turnovers right in front of him. He also had one of the sickest saves I've seen all the Oh, my God. That was insane. Yeah, but here's the thing. The save was great, but that was in the first period when the Phillies got, what, three shots on goal? Flyers. Or the Flyers. What did I say? Phillies. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we got a lot of anger in our hearts. Yeah, I mean, every almost every Philadelphia sport right now is a dumpster fire. This is my third this is our third time attempting to record this because every single time we talked about the Flyers, what did I do, Chip? I cursed <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's, I just want to scream into this mic really bad right now. That's all I want to do. <sighs> Listen, I mean I mean, listen, they, they got to come out on, what is it, Wednesday? And they they got to come out and just be non-stop. Light, light them up. They have to be non-stop aggressive. And if I'm Elaine Vigneault, I'm, 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 I'm furious right now. I am. I mean, I hope he is, at least. Because if I'm the coach, I'm furious. And I'm going in there and letting them know. Because that you you can't you can't continue to play like that if you're if you want to win you can't I mean they, it was just it, there were so many things that went wrong and you, I mean you're not going to win you're not going to win if you play like that so they have to understand that they have to come out and, and play hard you know next time they have to come out and be aggressive nonstop you can't just take you can't take a you can't take a period off like like they did today so hmm. A lot of things to clean up if I'm if I'm the Flyers. Okay, that's about all that I can take right I'm now. I'm furious right now. I'm fuming. I can't. No, no. Let's move on. Oh, I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down. Let's move on. Let's move on. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get better from here. <laughs> We're not even talking Eagles, man. That's our only glimmer of hope at the moment. Uh, come on, it's game one. Relax. <laughs> I know you can be it's angry. Horrible. You can play. You can be angry, but it's game one. Now, if the same thing happens in game two, okay, I'm with you. We lost all hope. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not looking good, though, man. Listen, <laughs> listen. All right. The next time we record, we're gonna be happy. Oh yeah, you think? Not in this city. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> oh my god. God, man. Dude, we're cursed. I mean, we, we I, are. I, we are. I mean, come on. Let's get to the next topic. The Sixers <laughs> were swept <laughs> by the Celtics. Yeah, they were. They looked 
We no, we we the Flyers looked horrible. No, the Sixers looked like they didn't even care. No, they didn't care. They didn't care. You can't you can't tell me otherwise. That they did not give a single damn. No, about Absolutely. what happened to Brett Brown. Nope, they didn't. They don't care. Because if they did, they would have went out and tried to win for him. Yep. Now. <laughs> is losing Brett Brown going to actually have an impact on this team? Not until the, not until the front office is gone. Elton Brand staying. Uh, that's what, that's what I heard. He's he's there to stay for now. Oh wait, wait. But again, he t- said today was supposed to be a day of celebration, <laughs> right? Due to Brett Brown being fired. Yeah. He also said uh, the front office is going to be shuffled or highly yes. considered for change. Get all the Colangelo clowns out of there. Cohen. Yeah, whoever whoever they are. I don't even know who they are. Get all those morons out of out of the front office. And their collars. Take them with them. Yeah. Now, idiots. You, re- you ready for... You- Signing Al Horford to a four-year, $107 million deal. Like, that's going to help your team. Nice job, Elton. Wait, wait, wait for it. You want to know what's really going to help the Sixers team, according to uh, Elton Brand in the front office? What? Signing Ty Lue as the next head coach. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how. I mean, who else is there, though? Whoever's saying Jay Wright is just wrong. No, I mean... Why would he leave Villanova? That's the thing. I mean, if he were to leave Villanova, it would be to the Sixers. But he's not going to leave Villanova. I mean, he... He, he has the number one ranked preseason team. Yeah. Why would he, he leave did, Villanova? He's, he's on a... He's, he's set up for, for the future with Villanova. He, he can't leave Villanova. He got a cushy job, a great salary. Yeah. Everyone loves him at Nova. Why would you mm-hmm. leave? Yeah, he's not leaving. Sorry, sorry to spoil that for you, but uh, I, I would be I would be very very shocked. I would be devastated as a Villanova fan, but happy and as a Villanova fan. alumni. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd be happy as a Sixers fan because I I'd, think be I'd be so. Happy. I mean, how can I be miserable about it? But like, I I, I think my Villanova fandom going there and everything. You went there, yeah. It's kind of like, like for me. I would I would like it. I mean, of course, I don't want him to leave Villanova. I like Villanova, but <laughs> I mean, who else we got? <laughs> who else is there? Honestly, I just don't know. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be. I'll tell you this. It's going to be an interesting off season for the Sixers. Yeah, I heard they're looking, a short one. I heard they're looking into this guy called Shret Brown. Yeah, uh, to replace Brett Brown. Shret Brown, yeah. Shret Brown. Shret Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he kind of looks very. He looks very similar to Brett Brown as well. Yeah, he just has blue hair. Yeah, blue and hair. Uh, and he he talks with a less strong Boston accent. Oh, so it's not okay. Yeah, so instead of Zaire, it's like Zaire. <laughs> but, dude, what the hell, man? <laughs> it's every team. It's every year. It's yeah. something stupid. Yeah. I can't wrap my head around this goddamn city. Listen. Dude, I said it. We are cursed. We are. Is it the curse of Billy Penn? Is it? I, I thought that was broken when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and the Phillies won the World Series. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> Do you think we he just, live in Philadelphia, brother? He just let us have one. He let, yeah, he, 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 let, let, yeah, right. he let one slip. That's what happens every time we win a championship, which is which isn't very often, mind you. He just he lets it he lets it slip. Oh, man, it's just. It's too much. Joel. How, how are we surviving as Philadelphia fans right now? How, how are we surviving? I just. 
How is Ty Lue going to coach Joel Embiid to be the next superstar? It's a joke. If, if we don't play... No. And if we don't play the situation right, Joel will leave. I, I'm, I'm, I, I know he wants to finish his career here, but if they treat him like crap... Of course he's going to leave. It's not, gonna, they're gonna, it's not like they're going to treat him like crap. It's just like you, you got to get someone who's going to put him in a position to win like and maximize his potential because Brett Brown didn't do that. You know, you have to put MB. Do you think Ty Lue would? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't want Ty Lue. <laughs> but who else is there? That's the question. I mean, Ty Lue did succeed with LeBron, but it's friggin' yeah, but it's LeBron. LeBron. I can succeed with LeBron. I, now I'd just be like, hey, LeBron, he's like, this is my team. Like, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, sure, have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to act like... the lineup if you want. I mean, you know, do the rotation. Do oh, everything. wait, you want, me to, you want me to talk to the GM about trading all these guys? Sure, I'll oh, do yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're I gone. got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see you later. <laughs> Trade all our first-round picks? You got it, buddy. Uh, who do you want? Uh, the biggest name? Yep, got him. Got you. Yeah, 17 first-round picks? Yeah. All right, they're gone. Easily. Um, oh, you also want ownership stake in the team? Oh, got, sure. Yep, gotcha. Yeah. You can have half if you want. Yeah, 5%, sure. <laughs> but... Dude, that's so stupid. I can't believe that. I mean, of course he's going to be interested because he wants to, con- he wants to join a contender. So well, you, shouldn't join the, you shouldn't join the Sixers. <laughs> I don't even hate Ty Lue. It's just like, I don't... I feel like he's one of those people that's just been bounced around... Nothing, nothing of his own volition. He got stepped over by Allen Iverson. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Why are we hiring Ty Lue? No, nah, you can't. You can't hire Ty Lue. I feel like people would be upset if we hired Ty Lue. A boy can dream that that doesn't happen, but <laughs> as you said, I have no idea who we who we'd sign. Uh, yeah, I don't even know who's out there. Honestly, I have to look that up. I don't. Podcast, I don't want it to be. But... I don't want it to be another um, first year head coach either. No. Yeah, you gotta get someone experienced. You gotta get someone with playoff experience. Um, ideally, someone who's been to the finals, but you know that's few and far between. So, again, I don't even know who's available. I mean, some people are thinking Stan Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy, Stan Van Gundy. I think both Van Gundys have finals experience. They do. Um, so, you know, that could be a thing. Um, I heard Alvin Gentry, but I don't want that to happen. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do much with New Orleans. Who was the, I'm I'm blanking on a name here. Who was the Warriors' old coach? Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. That's who, yeah. People want him. Too. I don't want him. Uh I feel like when he left Golden State, there was a lot of uh, animosity in that locker room. Uh, so I mean, yeah. I don't think that that would be good. Yeah, because he he had a good Warriors team. Like they were young. Like they were up and coming. But when they got Steve Kerr, they just took another. They were on another level. Uh, so, who knows? Um, but, I mean, listen, I'd be fine with either of the Van Gundys, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't be happy with Ty Lue. Wouldn't be happy with Gentry. I guess Mark Jackson, but, like you said, I just don't know. I mean, that's a few names to rattle off for you, but, again, there's there's others out there. You know what's, you know what's probably going to happen? We're going to hire someone stupid. That's what's going to happen. Because it's Elton Brand. Shret Brown? Shret Brown. Yeah. Yes. Brett Brown's long lost brother. No, no, no. They're not related. No, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, and, and for your information, I'm not sending Brett Brown to the island. I was just about to ask that. I, I was am go- not. I was just about to ask. He doesn't deserve the island. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Because he was, he was, 
He was what the Sixers needed at the time. He and was. And hear me out. I am one of the biggest Brett Brown haters of the past two years. Yeah. As you know. Yeah, I, I do. There is one thing that I will give him. Elton Brand did not give him anything no. to succeed this year. Nothing. Anything. <laughs> he made the team worse. I will give him that much. There yeah, were... I mean, listen, we, we don't hate Brett Brown. We don't. I mean, he was what we needed for the time. He was brought in to, you know, get the get this team out of mediocrity. He did that. And now we need a coach who can take us to the promised land. And Brett Brown is not that guy. I mean, he is he is a player's coach. He is not there to be the leader. He's there to be your friend. And we've said that multiple times. Brett, Brett reminds me of Andy Reid in Philly. He had winning teams. He had losing teams. No one really hated the guy as a person, but we all knew his time had come. Yeah, I mean, I think the difference between Andy Reid and Brett Brown is Andy Reid... Andy Reid was a championship-level coach. Well, you hear what I'm talking about with, like, we knew his time was up. Oh, that's, sure. That's what I was oh, getting sure. at. I mean, we went 4-12 and 12 his last year, mm-hmm. so we knew his time was up. But he, Andy Reid was, was and, and is a championship-level coach, and he yeah. always will be. Uh, that's the difference with Brett Brown. Brett Brown is not a championship coach. That's the only sentiment that I have is like Brett did have winning teams too. Yes, and it, like he led after us, suffering, he, after he, suffering, he led us to good records. But you just knew that this team was never going to make it that far. Yeah, you just knew. Um, I mean, except for that that little sliver of hope when. <laughs> don't even bring it up. I'm not even going to bring it up. But you know what I'm talking about. It was it was last year. It was last year. Yes. I mean that team. That team was was good. It was really good. But of course, well, see, but of then, course God said no. Absolutely th- not. Then you also have all these leaks coming out today about Brett Brown, and I was just like, just fire the guy already. But <laughs> it, one was just like, we're all going to get F and fire if Joel's well, not in shape. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you know, rumors came out that Brett Brown hated confrontation, which I believe because he did. Uh, Jimmy Butler declined the max offer from the from the Sixers. Which we kind of knew already, because obviously he would have been here if he didn't decline. So we knew that already. Uh, but yeah, all these rumors are starting to come out of Brett Brown and like the front office and stuff. And I don't know. I mean, well, we need one of the one of the biggest rumors I actually heard today was that someone in the front office was worried that they couldn't control Jimmy Butler, and that's actually what pissed Jimmy Butler off. I believe it. Yeah, because what other reason would he would he have to decline the max deal? W- w- you know, someone had to have pissed him off that much to the someone point had where to he have, wouldn't want to be there. Yeah, someone had to have either said something to him, or he found out that they said and whatever about him. I'm I'm going to come out and say it now that all this is coming out. I apologize for crapping on Jimmy Butler for leaving. Well, I mean, listen, I never, I never hated Jimmy Butler for leaving. Oh, I did. I didn't, I didn't hate him, personally. I straight up did. Uh, I thought he was our hope. Because, I, I mean, I kind of knew... I mean, again, there, there had to have been something for him to say no to the max offer. Because we were the first team to offer him the max deal. So he, he came to the Sixers and said, alright, just trade me. Just sign and trade me. I mean, that's what happened. So there had to have been something. And so I kind of knew that. And I'm like, whatever. 
And we got some, we got a I mean we got a, something good in return in my opinion. We got Josh Richardson who didn't who was kind of up and down this year, but I never hated Jimmy Pollard. Is the bottom line. Uh, let me put it this way: I was so mad when he left. I mean, it was kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was too because we had to. We were forced to give Harris, who's not, uh, what's the word? Not the caliber player. Not, to yeah, get a max not the contract. caliber. Yeah, exactly. He's not the caliber player to get that deal. And <laughs> I mean, at the time, we were happy to get Al Horford because we took him away from the team that was he, he was killing us on. But and we, then they still killed and us. That, yeah, they did. Even more so, without him. Yep, we got to trade Al. Who is going to take that contract? Dude, someone might. <laughs> Who knows? Might. You're crazy. Someone might. Who? All right, here's what we do. We fire Elton Brand. He goes to another team, becomes their GM. Trade him to that team, because apparently Elton Brand loves him. There you go. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't think <laughs> I don't think Elton Brand even has the power that it's how do I put it that it's projected that he has. I don't think Elton can actually pull the trigger on his own without consulting uh, well, of, other of people. Of course he's going to consult people. No, 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 he's without going to make a decision by no, himself. No, without their permission. I think he does. I, I think mean, I think that's what front office realignment means. I really think that those Colangelo clowns that have been sticking around have really been, been muddy whisper- in their they, noses been, with this. They've been whispering in Elton Brand's ear, probably. And every single decision that anyone Colangelo-related has made, Markel Fultz. Mm. You know what I'm sick and tired of? And you yelled at me for this before. Markel Fultz is the only... This is his third year in the league now? Uh, Yeah. Only player that has sucked this bad after being the number one overall pick to not be immediately called a bust. I'm yeah, tired he, of it. But who doesn't call him a bust? It, it took long for people to be like, oh, no, he's young. It's okay, he's young. No, he's a bust. Well, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt because he was on the Sixers, but now I don't care. Um, and he's, not, he's actually not playing that badly. I will, I will give him that. Yeah, but he's not number one overall. He's, I mean, point. yeah, he's not. That's what I mean. Yeah, but he's still he's he's not playing that badly. I'll give uh, him that. But they're about to lose to Milwaukee, so. Yeah. All right. Well, Eastern Conference, by the way, sucked. Three out of the four series, it was a sweep, and Milwaukee's about to destroy uh, Orlando in five games. So that's that's what that's what that tells you about the East. No. Also, we also have to consider this: the Nets are going to come in next year. With KD, oh yeah, Kyrie, that too. and DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Look at that three-headed behemoth. I mean, uh, you know, who, you know who else is a head coach who we can think about is Kenny Atkinson, because Brooklyn just gave him the boot for whatever reason. I would consider Kenny Atkinson as well, but that's just a. Throw that out there, but I don't have an argument because I couldn't. I haven't even considered it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I forgot about the whole KD thing. I don't even know how good they're going to be. Kyrie's so he I mean he's good, but like he's so weird. Like he's so up and down with like injuries and stuff. And he just like sometimes he just makes stupid decisions and like calls out his teammates or whatever. I don't even know about KD anymore. I mean, I'm sure he's still a beast, but 
they'll probably destroy the Sixers next year, so there's that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Sixers got swept, the, the Nets got swept, and the Pacers got swept, so. And the Magic are about to lose in five games, so. Um, there's the East for you. What an entertaining All playoffs right. this is. Let's let's move to another sport and talk about the East. The NL East. Oh, the Phillies. Let's walk it off, baby. Nothing gets better. Let's walk it off. There's there's been no positivity. Let's walk it off. <laughs> let's walk it off. <sighs> Whoever says sign Andrew Knapp should stop. They're not saying sign Andrew Knapp. They're just saying, oh, Andrew Knapp's actually hitting. Okay, listen. If that, if I've seen that hashtag going around lately. If that hashtag goes around, right, and it gains enough notoriety and Knapp actually produces for the rest of the year, you're falling right into Matt Klintak's crummy little hands. He wants Andrew Knapp to do well because he'll just either A, you didn't even think about this one. Trade JT Real Muto. They're not going to trade him. B, just leave him go to free agency. <laughs> That's the more likely scenario. They're not. There's no way they're trading JT. The fact that JT hasn't had a contract tender placed in front of his hand. Dude, we say this every week. I mean, because it hasn't happened yet, but... <laughs> well, we said fire Brett Brown for how many months? Yeah. I've said it for how many years? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Sometimes you just have to yeah, speak th- things I mean, into this, existence. Like, Chip. listen, th- this is this is the easiest decision Matt Klintak ever has to make, ever. Just sign him. The best catcher in the league by far. Well, then they make these trades to improve the bullpen, like acquiring David Hale from the Yankees, uh, Brandon Workman from the Red Sox. I mean, he struggled in his first two outings. Don't get me wrong, but he's not that bad. Even Heath Hembree's not that bad. Yeah, Heath Hembree's not bad. That was a pretty good trade. Like, like they make moves. Like, yeah, they hear us. They gave up Addison Russ for David Hale. They, like, they, well, yeah, and they, who cares? He was a he was they a gave rule, up Nick Pavetta. He was a Rule Five eligible pitcher. Right. They gave up Nick Pavetta and some other guy for the for the two guys from Boston. So, <laughs> it, it they were good trades. They were because we we needed to do something. And I mean, the fans have just been pleading with him. To sign JT, and that hasn't happened yet. So, you know, the two biggest things were the bullpen and JT. So he did one of those things, and they still suck, by the way. Uh, but and now, hopefully, he does the other thing. So, again, if if this doesn't happen soon or or by the end of the season, you can kiss him goodbye because there's no shot you can sign him in free agency. There's no shot because some team like the Yankees or a team with unlimited money is going to give him a ridiculous deal that he cannot turn down. And if you don't sign this man, you need to go. Because th- this is the best catcher in the league, without question. Defensively, offensively, he gives you, you know... I mean, he's your cleanup guy as a catcher. What other ca- what other catcher can you say that about? No one. So, I mean, it, it blows my skull that this guy hasn't been signed yet. And honestly, he might he probably won't be signed. He'll be signed by the, another team, not the Phillies. Yeah, also the Phillies only took one against the Braves. I forgot that the bullpen blew that game in the second game. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. Just throw salt in the wind, why don't you? I'm sorry. Uh, as we said before, um, I think every single every single year, it comes to a point where I just get so... 
I wanted this so bad, <laughs> but now I realize how painful it was. But it makes me feel alive, too, but it makes me feel sad. Sports. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Why do we get so invested with these things? Because then they just break our hearts. That's all part of it, man. <laughs> How many Eagles teams broke your heart before oh, the no. Super Bowl, Chip? <laughs> Remember the Dream Team, Chip? Oh, God, that was fun. The Flyers haven't won since 75. That's so long. Um, And I'm only 22. When was the last Sixers championship, Chip? 83? That much better? Not really. <laughs> and I'm only 22. Before 08, when was the last Phillies World Series? 1980. <laughs> uh, Before the Eagles' last championship, 1960. Okay. What a great town we live in, huh? Fire everyone. <laughs> Fire everyone. Let me take over. No. <laughs> Come on, I can do it. I, I, I think either of us would destroy a franchise. <laughs> I got some knowledge, you know. Listen, my job is to complain about other people's jobs, not to do their jobs. And be frustrated with Philly sports. Because they always do it. Why do you think I turn on the why do you think I turn on sports radio every morning? <laughs> I can't wait to turn it on tomorrow. It's going to be like, oh my god. I was listening to Missinelli today, and he was going off on the Sixers. Like, off. Yep. Oh my god. Yep, I was listening to Missinelli too. He was having a He was, he was having, having a, a day. field day on the Sixers, bro. It's because they went out there and they played like... They played terrible. They man. played... <laughs> they played like... Who's the worst team in the league? They played like the freaking Warriors this year. They played like the former Charlotte Bobcats. <laughs> Alright, that's an exaggeration. Yeah, but... it was. I mean, listen. Embiid had a good series. He did. Because he averaged like 30 points a game. But everyone else was a dumpster fire. Everyone else. And for his caliber of play... And he... I still love Matisse Dabble, by the way. Joel Embiid should be able to guarantee us one win in the playoffs. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. Alright, let, let's move on here and let's talk something happy for once. <sighs> Fantasy football's back. You ready? I mean, listen, I want to be happy about this. But I'm so angry right now and disappointed right now. I just got to... No, this Flyers game really took a lot out of it. It did, like, so much. I was already having a rough day. We got embarrassed, bro. Like, I was was having a terrible day. (laughs) Yeah, you were. (laughs) For reasons I'm not going to get into. Yeah, I don't. But... It was just like, I need it. Like, okay, listen. If the game were 4-3, I think I could live with it I'd, be st- I'd still be mad. I'd still be mad, but I wouldn't be as like a shutout dude. Come I'm on. furious right now. There's something that takes the life like, out of you. Like, there's smoke coming out of my ears as we speak. Like, I'm, I'm so angry. I just want to punch this freaking microphone. That's the only one we got. <laughs> we have another. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Because I punched that. No, I didn't. But <laughs> I dropped it. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't don't leave me with uh, a microphone, dude. We got trounced. Listen, we'll be fine. It's game one. <laughs> I know the Canadian series. It ended up being fine. It's fine, right, Chip? It's yeah, fine. No, we won game one though. Hey, Chip, please tell me I'm going to be okay. I can't. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> You're a Philadelphia fan. I can't say that. <laughs> I mean, in life, you're going to be great. But as a Philadelphia fan, no, you're, you're, it's going to be terrible. <sighs> yeah, I can, I can almost guarantee it, actually. I think we've reached our destination for the day. <laughs> we got to talk fantasy. Come on. All right. Uh, so, fantasy football, It's drafts have been going on. I'd say the last draft is probably this weekend or next after that, Labor Day. Our draft, our, I, mean, I mean, my last draft, we have the same draft coming up this weekend coming up. So that should be enjoyable. I don't. We don't know what pick we have because we find out the day of. Your boy, uh, your boy's keeping Russell Wilson. The uh, Royal Rumble on WWE 2K. Yes, that is true. You heard that correctly. We find out our pick by doing a Royal Rumble on WWE 2K, and I'm not making that up. But it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. Yeah, it's genius. I, I have to thank the commissioners of that league. Yeah, for, it's great. It, 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 that was. A when I found out that that was the yeah. rule to pick your draft order, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't even, like, I didn't even grow up watching wrestling, and I still think that's sick. I'm like, so what pick do we have? Like, oh, you're going to find out soon. I'm like, how? They're like, we're going to have a Royal Rumble. I'm like, what? Pick a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> like, pick a wrestler. I'm like, just leave, right. Just leave the computers do it all. It's actually pretty fun. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but, <laughs> like, yeah, pick a wrestler. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right, so who do you think is going to be... One of the later round running back picks. Because I know Austin Eckler's name has been thrown out there as being taken early in the first. I don't think he's that good. Not early in the first. He'll, he might go early in the second. Uh, I mean, you know, some of those guys in that range, you got like Joe Mixon or Miles Sanders even. Kareem Hunt, if you took him late and you have a keeper. Uh, nah, I wouldn't take Kareem Hunt until like later on. Uh, I mean, Nick Chubb's even going in the second round. Yeah, Nick or Chubb's insane. Josh Jacobs, maybe. Um, got a lot to prove Dalvin Cook. I mean, there's a lot of running backs. I mean, obviously, you got McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, Kamara. Dal- Dalvin Cook, Kamara. Derrick uh, Henry. Yeah, I Derrick forgot about Henry. Derrick Henry. He'll go in the first, most likely. Uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good running backs. There's a lot of good receivers, though, too. Um, I mean, I, I had, in one of my leagues, I had the first pick. I obviously went McCaffrey. Second round, I went Mahomes. And then third round. Uh, I got Mixon, and then even in, like in the fourth and fifth round, I still got good receivers. I got Keenan Allen, I got Tyler Lockett on my team, I got Jarvis Landry had a good year last year. I even got Brandon Cooks, who should be the number one in Houston now that Hopkins is gone. Uh, but yeah, I got four solid receivers on my team. So I mean, you know, if you're looking for, you know, my me personally, I would take running backs early. Uh, because there's there's a lot of depth at receiver. So if you, I mean, you can still find good ones in the fourth and fifth round. I mean, last year I'm going to go down my team because I'm, I was looking at it to make sure I had the right keeper in order. Uh, but I I had the second pick and I took McCaffrey. Idiot before me took Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, well you didn't know he was going to hurt last year. Yeah, but still. Uh, then I took Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Everyone always rips on me for the early uh, tight end pick. I don't mind it, but it is what it is. Uh, then everyone's going to hate me for this one. I took Amari Cooper. Uh, I had to do it. All right, whatever. Uh, then I had Cooper Cup. I had Mark Ingram. Uh, Robert Woods, but I traded him away. Tariq Cohen, Russell Wilson, Kareem Hunt, Greg Zerline. I take kickers early because I'm a tool. Yeah, you are. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. At the time, I thought it was a good pick. Not nah, really. Not, not a good pick. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Eagles D, Jack Doyle, and Randall Cobb. You gave me an F last year. You took you took two Cowboys receivers last year? It was the last pick that I had. And you chose a Cowboys receiver? 
Who cares? No I gave you enough. So solely based on that, yeah. Oh. You took Earth too early, though. I mean, I'm just gonna say that. There's no way I gave you an F. You have McCaffrey. You and your brother gave me an F. <laughs> we were just hating, hating probably. You were hating. <laughs> um, but Earth was taken too early. Though. He was. I'll give you that. Well, I was going to take Travis Kelsey, but my tool friend took it. Took him first. Okay. You can't, you can't panic, you know. You have to be cool, calm, and collected during your fantasy draft. Some people, some guys I finished are, third. Some guys are going to get sniped. I finished second, by the way. Suck it. I fin- Some guys are going to get sniped from you. You got to stay cool, calm, and collected. Don't reach for players. Just take players where they need to be. Don't panic, and you'll be fine. All right. Well, that's, this, that's my lesson of the day for fantasy football out there. At this point, we've reached our destination for the day. Thank you for listening to the Bandwagon Podcast. Uh, go to Twitter.com and go to at PHLTheBandwagon. Uh, follow our stuff. DM us. Let us know what you feel about us. Uh, like, our, uh, like our tweets. Retweet our stuff. Um, just tell us how you feel. Go to Facebook.com. Tell us how depressed you are. Yeah, at PHLTheBandwagon as well. Uh, go to PHLSportsNation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. And again, we thank you for we thank you Manscaped for supporting the Bandwagon Podcast. Go to Manscaped.com and don't forget to use code PHL for 20% off anything and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping using code PHL at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you at the next stop. I'm sad.